Welcome back to the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast. This is Stephanie, your host, and this is episode 107. We are going to be talking today about the mental load of a motherhood and the things that I'm doing to specifically teach my boys to just kind of help with that, but then also to be able to identify it within themselves. And so a quick side note, if you listen to this podcast and can scroll down like a little swipe right now on your phone and rate this podcast if you love it, we are at 94 five-star reviews. And I would love to get to 100. So if you love this podcast, it really does help it just reach more and more moms um, If once we get ratings and reviews. So, okay, back to the goods. For reference, if you don't know, I have five kids. From the top, I have an almost 11-year-old. I have an eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, almost five, and an almost two. We're kind of in that weird like half birthdays, but like a one-year-old is totally different than a two-year-old. So I feel like I have to say that. I'm going to start off with a story. So if you know my husband personally, you know he's freaking amazing, okay? He works like 60 plus hours a week from an office upstairs and he comes downstairs at the end of his day and he truly and genuinely just jumps right in. If I'm in the middle of a million things, he will just ask like, how can I help? And I'll, you know, say a few things and he's on it, like help with dinner or can you change her or whatever, he is on it. And I've loved this so much. It honestly reminds me of good or what is it? New Amsterdam. <laughs> if you watch that, the doctor on there, that's always like, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? OK, that is my husband. Literally to a T. He's amazing. He literally comes down and hops in. And I loved this so much. I actually started making my boys do this when they came home from school. So when they got home, I told them, like, you have to come in, give your mama a hug and then say, how can I help mom? And usually I would say like, yeah, can you go pick up these 10 things in the living room, please? Or go pick up 10 things in your room or unload the top shelf of the dishwasher or something small before they could go and like get their snack and relax after school. Why? I do this because, you know, I mean, I'm raising children because they're children, but we're also raising adults as cliche as that is. And I don't want them to be someone who just walks in from work and is like, I've had a long day, so like, peace out. I'm going to go take a, you know, hour long recharge sesh. Like, I'll be back in an hour. No, like we are a team and um, you had a hard day and I had a hard time home here with five kids. We both respect each other's like, quote unquote, careers. And so it's all hard. And so we work, you know, our normal daytime hours. He works his normal daytime hours. And then in the evening, it's all hands on deck with both of us. And so that is what works for our family. It may not work for your family. I'm just talking about my experience. But what I don't want to teach my kids is, hey, you come home from work and you go sit on the couch. Okay, so come in from the door from work and like have have some sense and say, hey, hey, do you need some help? Right. So I absolutely freaking loved this, this how can I help thing until I didn't. (laughs) The mental load I carry you guys as a mom of five, a real estate investor with uh, 15 plus properties, our house manager, just, you know, I'm here home. I own a company called Soap and Arrow. We sell candles and wax melts and just sugar scrubs, all the fun stuff. Uh, My podcast and my budget coaching, not to mention like just being a wife and a sister and a friend. Uh, it's it's a lot, right? It's a freaking lot. And we were just starting to get ready for church one morning. And my husband was kind of done getting himself ready. And I was sitting on my floor, <laughs> putting my pants on when he stopped in front of our doorway and just said, hey, babe, like, how can I help you? And for whatever reason, that did not sit well with me. 
that particular morning. <laughs> so I, and I wasn't mad. I was just like, I don't even know. And, and I literally, I looked at him and I said, I don't need any help putting my pants on, but maybe one of our five kids could use some help. And we just stared at each other before he started saying like, uh, hey kids, where are we at in this process? You got your pants on? Who needs, you know, where's your shoot? What, whatever. And so then he just like walked downstairs and started getting it. And Justin and I have been having this conversation about the mental load and what that actually looks like. And, you know, I'm a full-time, sorry, full-time stay-at-home mom with, we have other businesses, but for the most part, I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom. He is a full-time, he's full-time working and he manages like some, some serious stuff. So where is the line between like, hey, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so this resides in my brain and that's part of my function in our role in our family? And what is the mental load that like really we both need to share? So I'm going to get into that. But I realized in that moment when I was sitting there putting my pants on before church and I'm like, you know, I love the how can I help, but that still leaves the to-do list or like the what's next or the next steps in my brain. I need everyone else in my family to open up their own eyeballs and assess what needs to be done and then just freaking do it. You hear me? (laughs) So I've kind of changed actually what my boys do when they come home from school. And this took about a week of me kind of coaching and reminding them and explaining them, you know, what I'm, what I'm looking for. But I said here, boys, listen, when you get home from school, you still need to come in and give your mom a hug. But instead of asking, how can I help? What I need you to do is automatically just start looking around the house for 10 things that are out of place. Like, you know, your blanket that you brought down this morning before school does not go in the kitchen. And those two cups in the living room don't go in there. And the laundry on the bathroom floor goes in the laundry room. Like, you know, all of these things. I don't need to be the one to tell you that that is out of place. So you're going to come home, give me a hug, and then you're going to figure out on your own 10 things. And I always tell them, like, the bigger, the better. Okay, I don't care about the little Starburst wrapper that's, like, got stuck underneath the kitchen table, but your huge blanket needs to go upstairs, right? Like, big toys, big, your baseball bag, like, bigger, 10 big things, the biggest things you can find. (laughs) Um, And so, anyways, so I taught them this, but it's also important to know that I don't micromanage them. So whatever they think is, like, quote, unquote, big or the most impact is fine with me. My lesson is not cleaning here. It is opening up your own eyeballs and picking up things that don't go where they go so that I don't have to tell you. You know when something as little as buying a new book you've wanted or getting a coffee when you're out and about can totally turn your day around? If you don't know, I have a business called Soap and Arrow. We make minimalism-inspired soy wax melts and crackling wooden wick candles. And we have tons of fragrances to choose from. I talk about a lot of heavy stuff on the podcast and on my social media, mainly finances. So I decided to pair the heavy topics with something lighthearted. So head over to soapandarrow.com and use the word podcast for 10% off. Okay, so let's talk about one last thing and the next thing that I've been teaching my boys. And it's that whenever they are doing their list of chores, something that is actually on their list is to go to one of their siblings and ask, how can I help? (laughs) So it might look like, you know, you need to unload the dishwasher today, take the garbage out, and then ask one of your brothers, how can I help with whatever their chores might be. This is really beneficial both ways because it helps one of my kids 
to just look up and out and say, hey, how can I help? But then it makes the other kid kind of assess their situation and articulate how they need help, right? So they might say, yeah, can you like put all the blankets back on the bed? I don't freaking know. Can you help me put the coffee cups up because I can't reach? It doesn't really matter. But they have to articulate and look around like, what do I need help with? And I need to learn how to ask for that. So asking how can I help is part of or is one of their chores. Now, Will I change my mind because of my first point I talked about in this podcast and have them just kind of walk in and help their siblings without asking? Mm, I don't know. Honestly, I'm kind of a work in progress, but I find value in both for this type of thing. So I'll, you know, keep the how can I help as far as the chores go, because I don't know just like walking in and helping is what I want. We'll see. Anyways, I hope this episode was helpful for you, especially if you have little ones that you're just trying to teach. I feel like the mental load is something, it's not new, but it's something that we have learned how to articulate uh, pretty recently just in our culture. And so I think it's going to be really important to teach our kids what that looks like and how important it is to um, notice or I don't even know what the right word is, because I think it's causing a lot of burnout in motherhood. And I think it's causing a lot of frustration in marriages. And I think it's causing resentment, you know, and it's like, there's so much in my brain that I'm holding. And so, oh, you know what, let me go into this one last thing really quickly. So this, this kind of um, differentiator between, you know, I'm taking all of my kids to all their 4 million doctor's appointments, and that's holding in my brain. And I know that I need to schedule this appointment and this doctor's appointment, dentist appointment and, you know, vision appointment. I know that we have student teacher conferences on this night and all of the, you know, inputting the schedules and the games and all that stuff into our family calendar and all of these things, right? Um, so that those things, I do as a stay-at-home mom. So those things reside in my brain. When are our kids up for, like, listen, my husband's amazing, but um, if I was relying on him to, like, know that, you know, our kids were up for their annual exams for the pediatrician, like, they would just never happen, okay? Now, am I mad at him? Like, dude, seriously, I have to do all this? No, because I am a stay-at-home mom. I am our, like, I guess, household manager. So I feel like that kind of goes on our shoulders. Now, you guys might have it broken up in a different way, especially if you guys are both working. For our dynamic, this works for us. So anything like inputting into the um, calendar. So we have five kids, lots of sports, spring seasons, full swing. I take all of the, I do all the communication with the coaches. I do all communications with teachers. Um, He goes and will have lunch with the kids. Or like he went and saw one of our kids like, revolution presentation or whatever I'm free now. He goes and does stuff and is involved. He knows who their teachers are, but the nitty gritty, like the day in and day out, that's the stuff that I do. And I input everything into our Google calendar. Now, here is where it separates from, this is kind of my uh, workload for from a stay-at-home mom's point of view. And this is where we need to start like connecting and you start to take over some of this as well. Um, so I put everything into the Google calendar. So what I don't want, and we've had this conversation, we've had arguments about it, you know, years ago. Now we're on the same page. I don't need you to come downstairs and be in the, getting in the car with one of our kids and being like, where am I going? 
Um, the amount of times I've said, look in the Google Calendar. I've literally spent a lot of time. The address is in there. The color of the jersey they need to be is in there. Everything, the time you have to be there, like the field, the place, everything is in there. So like for me to do that initially and then turn right around and have to like do it again when it's already there, nope, that's on you now because I have done the work. Now you need to open up our calendar and you need to go do that, right? So now he does that. And, and honestly, it's just communication. So another thing is like I was talking about the very beginning, you know, on Sunday and on Saturday and Sunday on the weekends, if we're getting the kids ready, that's both of us. Don't come and ask me, how can I help get the kids ready? They need shoes on. <laughs> they need underwear. You know, this one needs a hairbrush. Like you need to look and you need to figure out what that is. And again, he's amazing and he does that. And so we've been having a really open conversation about this mental load. And it was really good in that specific situation because I was able to point out like this. This is what I'm talking about. You're asking me right now how you can help me. But like you also know that all of our kids need get to get ready for church. So like, I don't need to tell you that this kid needs his pants on, this kid needs shoes. Like, you know that. And so like, we're, we're out on the weekend, dude. None of us are working right now. Like, this is both of our plates. So please don't ask me that. Um, and so like, that was a great conversation. And he took that really well. And he's he's just, will do things, you know? And and the same thing goes like vice versa, right? Like I, he said things to me and he's like, uh, no. And I'm like, oh, you're right. So the point is a communication, but also there is a difference in a line where it's like, yes, just because I'm a stay at home mom does not mean that I have the full responsibility 24, seven, 365 days a week to carry all the crap with our kids. Absolutely not. You are not a babysitter. You are a father. Um, and I think honestly, like, and I don't mean to offend because I know that people are in this situation. So I'm going to say this delicately, but when the dad dad, right? So we're, we're, we're husband, wife, but we're also mother and father. And so when the dad says, you have the kids, I work. When it's that dynamic, I really think it robs the children of a dad, of a dad jumping in and helping them tie their shoes, right? Of a dad jumping in and saying, hey, you need to finish your broccoli or whatever. Of a dad jumping in and reading you a book at night or, you know, taking you to practice or throwing a baseball with you in the yard or disciplining you, right? Like it can't, like to me, it doesn't make sense that it would all be on the stay-at-home parent. And there are stay-at-home dads as well. It doesn't make sense that it would be all on the stay-at-home parents because, you're both mom and dad. Anyways, that's all I'm going to say, because I know that can be a delicate situation because everybody's in a different place. But um, so let's just recap really quick. Mental load, asking kids to just open their own eyeballs and do it and not have to ask you. Um, chores, I always add the chore of, hey, go help someone once you're done. And then third, kind of the difference between like, where does the mental load start and stop for a stay-at-home mom? And lastly, if you're not following me over on TikTok, I'm at Steph Sims LTM. I'm having a lot of like great, I'm having a great time, honestly. Who knew over on TikTok um, and having just short coaching conversations and answering questions. And I'm a lot, I'm very active on there more so than the podcast, though I'm trying to be more consistent. So head on over there. And also, if you love this podcast, please scroll down a little bit, rate us because that is how we help and reach more and more moms. I hope you all have a wonderful week and I look forward to walking with you to help you find your grit while completely covering you in grace.